Good morning, Rabboi Sai. Ah! The final daf of Mesechus Megillah. For many, it's their first seum. It's unbelievable. So, Mazel Tov. Le'ilu nishmas imi marasi rus bas Mordechai. So, because it's a short daf, we're going to do about 20 to 30 minutes of emails. Nah. We'll do the regular. This is run from Matthew Sounders. Thank you for providing such a user-friendly, easy-to-access daf. Yoy Mishir, I've never done daf until approached by Glenn Ackerman, one of the many people who listen to Yishir from West Hempstead. He handed me a copy of Masechus Megillah and told me about Yishir, so he's been watching ever since. Here he is, learning the daf while waiting in the pharmacy after getting my COVID booster. Can't waste any time. New habits, new habits, learning on the way. Here we have... Oh, man, I forgot to put his name in here. I'm going to get killed. What's his name? Mark, tell me this guy's name while I read it. I'm very bad with names. Sorry. Here he is. David Gladstone. Oh, David Gladstone. That's it. He's on Zoom now. Oh, David, I'd like to say thank you for all you do. Now that Eretz Yisrael is open, I've come to the country to visit my children in Yeshiva. Today was my first morning in Eretz Yisrael, so I David Nates at the Kotel. Now, look, it's okay. If MDY is closed, it's okay. But had MDY, you first come to MDY. That's the that's the minute. I don't know. I'm not I'm not passing halachas here. It's probably the wrong thing to do. No, you go to you go to the Kaisel first. Attaches the picture. I'm sitting in the little alcove area off to the side. The daf at the Kaisel. Beauty. Um, I'm gonna skip through this. This is from Yankee Weiss. And I had a situation the other night where I was deeply upset about something. I was so distressed, I felt like I was going to lose it. I couldn't get myself to calm down. After a while, I heard my brain say, you know what you need? You need the daf. I sat down at the table for the next 15 minutes. There was nothing else in my mind. It was just me, my Gemara, and your amazing Shir Yishkoyach. Thank you so much for everything. You really are changing my life for the better. I've not felt this good in years. Yankee Weiss. Here is, if you come to MDY, you always see the tzaddik, Harav Agoyim Reb Kupishtin, he's about 14 years old. His father tells me if he misses the daf in the morning, he could break out in, in, in pain, in crying. I don't know what. Here he is on a trip to Eilat. You can see the pool in the background. Here he is learning Torah on vacation. This is from Reb Moshe F. And he says like this, this is very interesting. For the last two years, I spent an hour and a half nightly in a night coil, where I covered around 50 blot with Rashi and Toysavis. I was barely half of them Sechus Sanhedrin. Some days I felt discouraged when I stopped to think that it took me two years to learn half of a Masechta. That's the problem sometimes in yeshiva and other places, is that Bacharim become discouraged. They, they, they put in so much time and effort, and they have very little to show. Like, you learned that half a Masechta in six years, it's... That's part of the problem. And perhaps it would take me three to three and a half years to finish the entire Masechta. How in the world would I ever have a chance to finish many more Masechtas? Now with your live shurim, I've been able to finish. This guy is a Talmud Chacham. He sends me good stuff. One of his questions, and I got mailed e- many emails, the Gemara says that there's one Haftarah that's less than 21 Pesukim. In fact, there's many more. Yes, there are many more. I think the Gemara is bringing an example. It's not Dafka. I think in chair I said only one mistake. Now with your live shurim, uh, emails and comments. I don't, he doesn't simply watch the 40. 
He's a, he has a pause button. He reads almost every comment in the art scroll. Sometimes it takes him two to three hours. Look, I don't 100% recommend it. It's great. But don't force yourself to do it because you could get burnt out like that. It's not easy for me, he says. I'm not sure if I can keep this up. <laughs> then don't. Go just do the daf. Make sure you do the daf. Begin with some daf in Rosh Hashanah, then 20 out of 30 in Titus. And finally, we make him see him on Megillah. It says like this, he starts out tonight as he stands, my first see him in close to 15 years. I spoke at a yeshiva yesterday, and I told the Rosh Hashiva that I get these emails every day. I told him there's 30, 40 emails. I, unfortunately, I read every one. I, don't, I can't really read them and share all of them. I said every day I get at least one or two emails saying, this is my first seum in 15 years, or this has changed my life. So after my little spiel over there, he says, let me see your emails. He, wanted, he was checking me. So I, I gave him my phone, and he found two, two. That say the same thing. This is my first see him in 15 years. It's changed my life. So he saw I wasn't lying to him. It was in there. Two yesterday. It's my first see him in 15 years. Sometimes I'm tough on you. Da 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 da. Perfection. Yishkayach. The boy said, You know who Yaakov Linger is? He's a very shmaka funny yid. He has this thing, yid with a sign, and he just did a whole. Um, he tried out, he has a new uh, podcast. He tried out 10 Dafyomi Shirim. We're one of them. But the Yid with the sign, somebody sent me this. It says here, there's no way you said every word. Based on yesterday's, yesterday's uh, sugya, the guy mumbling, fumbling, there's no way you said every word. Here we have, ooh, it's getting late. Binyamin Shaw, he's 32, he's from Philly. He signed up at the end of Beitza. I haven't missed a daf. And I've signed up two people. Yishkoyach, give him back. Rabbi <laughs> talking about giving back. Today, tomorrow is the new Masechta. So if you put, didn't put on your status, put on your status. Let's do something positive. Let's get, let's a uh, final push. Get these guys in there. Look at it, changing this guy's life, changing this guy's life. You don't want to change your friend's life. Last, last day. Get bulk. Get a, get a box of Gemars. Go somewhere. Ooh, tell me I didn't, I didn't print that picture. Oh, that's a, that's a Shanda. Ay, 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 Nachum Mustafsky's children, they put up a sign. Where do they put it up? I forgot where. And they're giving out Gemara, they signed up a bunch of people. His two sons were wearing the MDY caps. Little kids, seven-year-olds. I have much appreciation for your efforts and bring Torah to my life. I've attached a picture of my brothers listening to the shir around the fire. They're chilling. You can see in the picture what they're drinking. During my brother's birthday, Monty Shabbos. I'm not in it because I took the picture. The brother with the Gemara signed up. The other needs convincing. Binyam and Shaw, high electric, electrical services. There they are. By the fire, the brother with the Gemara is already signed up. Learning Torah. Here it is. Flatbush, see him already. Like Australia. They already brought in the new Masechta. Strauss Bakery. Look at these cookies, Rabbi Isai. Ah, Unbelievable. Don't be an Amaritz. Do the daf. Love it. Where's my license plate? Amaritz license plate. Okay. MDY. Eight minute daf. Givaldic. Look at this. Cleveland, Ohio. This is the way to do it. You want to bring the Olam? You bring the best speaker. One of the best speakers in our generation. Look who's speaking here. Rabbi Yossi Ben Shushan. Love this guy. Love him. Rabbi Yossi Ben Shushan. 
That's what we need in Chicago. We've got to bring Rabbi Yossi, the, the two Ben Shushan brothers in there. Maybe we'll have a, a half-decent seam over there. What is this? Okay, we'll have to do this a different time. Now, there's only a few sponsors today because it's the final day for the Masechta. And we got to go. There's the Parnas HaChodesh for the Koylul Chaim. And today, I'm very excited. We have a sponsor for the day. Beautiful. Sponsor for the day. Family Pekir. P-E-K-I-E-R. Spell it. Pronounce it any way you want. Pekir. Lilu Nishmas Levi Ben Moshe Chaim. Also, Lilu Nishmas Yishu'ayir Levi Ba'koyim Ben Yonitz and Chaim. This is ups and there's downs. We got a message yesterday that we need to say to him immediately. sponsored by the Davis and Kessler families in Schus for Fur Shlema from Miriam Esther Basdevaira. Mesechtas Megillah by Shmuli Hecht. F245. I think it might be one of his last days. In memory of the art side of our aunt Judith Ziegler, uses by Sholemeyer. Michal Levy, in honor of my dear wife. Michal Levy, in honor of my dear wife, for pushing me to start the daf. And thanks to Leon Menesheri for recommending the rabbi's amazing share. Perry Moses, follows the art side. Sholem Ben Yaakov Yehuda Moses from Dej, Romania. Romania, in Los Angeles, California. What an amazing year to always grow in Yiddishkeit and continues to inspire. By Larry Pearl, Lila Nishmas, Abi Mari, Ben Reb Yitzchok Pearl on his 16th yard side. Mr. and Mrs. Shamshin Siegelman. Oh, his neshama, Larry Pearl. What do you want me to say? Should be a comfort of the mishpacha. Mr. and Mrs. Shamshin Siegelman. Lila Nishmas, Moshe Ben Reb Zendel. Zaydi Moshe Elkan. May the have an Ali and the schools of all his grandchildren, great grandchildren, learning the daily daf. And the Nishma is Dave Pinchas Ben Remoshe. Shamshi Shlafrak, spelled S Z L A F R O K, Shlafrak. In honor of his father's being Messiah Mesechtis Megillah today. Wow. Mazel Tov. And in honor of his mother for support and encouragement. I love this guy, Shamshi. Elias Stern, in honor of my uncle, Yoli Perlstein. Mr. Demolition for introducing me to the DAF by David Braid in honor of Penny Brescher. May continue to sponsor the DAF in honor of Shraggy Noam Goldberg. <laughs> Anyways, David Braid, you got to do it twice because Penny did it twice. In honor of Penny Brescher, may continue to sponsor the day of the DAF in honor of Shraggy Noam Goldberg. I give you Solkowitz in honor of Sari Solkowitz. Suri Solkowitz, welcome to the world. On our kid is Shabbos. Everyone is invited. 11.30 at 19.12 New York Avenue, Brooklyn, New York. 11.210. Come hungry and make a lachayim. What a way. We don't really uh, do advertisements, but for Akiva Solkowitz and a kid is for the Olam. Mazel tov, my brother-in-law, Shruli Singer, the last one. A member of the year on the birth of a girl to all the Messiahim, all the Messiahim, including R88 and 97 from 3202. Voice eye, here we go. Wow, that was a long one. 13 minutes. Well, started, not 13, maybe like 10. Okay, 13 lines from the bottom. We are holding. Uh, is 13 lines from the bottom? No, that doesn't make sense. Where are we holding? Oh, yeah, 13 lines from the bottom. Tanya. 
Tanya, you have it. Rabbi Shimon ben Elazar Oimer. Ezra, Tikin Lem Lisrol, Shu Karim Klole Shabbat Torah, Shabbat Torah. Ezra, the famous one who basically instituted a lot of the halachas when it comes to Kriyas Torah. So, Ezra, Asoifer, he instituted to Klai Yisrael, Shu Karim Klole Shabbat Torah, Kayanim Karim Matzeres. As we discussed yesterday, there's two, two Klolas in the Torah. One is the one that Kodesh Baruch Hu said in Taris Kahanim in Vayikra. Another one Moshe Rabbeinu said in the name of Kodesh Baruch Hu, that's in Bechuk Pesach. So, in Taris Kahanim, Taris Kahanim, in, in Dvar, Taris Kahanim, you have to say it before Atzeres, right before Shavuos. Vishamish, the Torah, the one in Dvarim, Kaidim Rosh Hashanah. Right before Rosh Hashanah. In our days, we separate, it's not that close to Rosh Hashanah, we put one week, we insert a week in between, a certain week before Shavuos. My time, what's the reason? You end out the year, it, it, let's finish up with these curses. Enough, done with the curses. It's the end of the year, we're done with the curses. I said this myself a while ago, Rabbi Yitzhak Zilberstein, somebody came to him and said, and we should start the new year with the brachas. So Rabbi Zivashtein yelled at him, I think. He said, Chutzpah. You're saying that, let's finish this, this year of curses? You, you married off two daughters and it's a year of curses? Where's your Akar Satayv Takaj Baruch Hu? So we have, to, we have to take that in. Yeah, things are rough here, things are rough there. But let's look at the, at the picture. Look at the beautiful things that happened this year. But the Torah says, we, we say, we're saying a general thing, not our clawless. The year has its bad things. Let them finish. Let them finish off. So that's why we say the parish of the clawless all the way at the end, right before Rosh Hashanah and right before Shavuos. Says the Gemara, I understand that before Rosh Hashanah, that's the one we read, Dvarim, right before Rosh Hashanah. That's the end of the year. Rosh Hashanah is the beginning of the year. Rosh Hashanah is the beginning of the year. Why before Shavuos? What does Shavuos have to do with Rosh Hashanah? Says the Gemara, in, yes, Atzeres nami Rosh Hashanah, Shavuos is considered Rosh Hashanah. Why? This nan, Ubatzeres alpera Yisraelon. The fruit, our food, is being the nidain, whether or not we're going to eat properly or not, that happens on Shavuos. What about in a few days, we have Tu coming up. What's that? Oh. So Tu is Rosh Hashanah Li'ilanais, in regard to when the year starts, in regard to Arla, in regard to certain halachas, revai, different things. That's when the year starts. But when is the Din Torah, when is the Din, the Mishpat, when does HaKash Baruch decide, a lot, a few, that's on Shavuos. Tanya Rav bin Listen to this. This is a very important Yisoy. If the elders, the ones that have the experience, they tell you, chop it down, which seems like not such a good thing. Break it down. I want you to, to destroy. V'yiladim b'nei but the children, the youngsters, they say, build, stir, 
Don't listen to the people without experience. Don't listen to the youngsters. Even though it seems, it seems like they're saying the right thing. Build. You're supposed to build. Don't listen to them. Break it down. Why? Because when they tell you to destroy, it's actually building. And when the youngsters tell you to build, they're really destroying. And if you want to remember this idea, the son of Shlomo Melech, he inherited the kingdom. And they came to the, the new king and they said, you know, your father was very tough on us and there's a lot of high taxes. Lower the taxes, different things. So he asked the Skanim, he asked the elders, what should we do? Should we show them a tough, that we're tough, the new king is no, no mapelkin, he's no, he knows what he's doing, he's going to take charge, or should we give in? You know what the elders told him? Give in. Lower the taxes, buy the people, make them yours, then we'll worry about it. But now, give in. He asks his friends, and his friends said, no way. You got to come in there and show them who's boss, like a Rebbe, the first day of school. You know, there's some of these Rebbein, they have a, a shita. The first day, they kick out half the class, and then they're able to rule with an iron fist. So, that's what he did. He listened to his friends, and the ha- what happened was, they kicked him out. They rebelled. Klaus Yisrael rebelled against him, they kicked him out. So I was thinking when I saw this, so they get to the daf. The elders, those with experience, will tell you the greatest trick in the history of Daf Yomi. And that is, if you miss a Daf, you destroy it. You wipe it away. You jump to the next Daf. So somebody's going to say, but the elder doesn't know what he's talking about. He's destroying. You're not learning. Let's build. Let's build. Let's learn the other Daf, and then we'll do the new Daf. The young guys, they're the builders. And what happens is, when you try to build, you try to go back to the other daf, and then the five dafing you missed, and the ten dafing you missed, it ends up to be a destruction. You fall off the bandwagon of Shas. That is the biggest yisoyed, I think, that we have in daf Yomi. That's why so many people are sticking with it, because they take this idea, most, the simplest idea. And my son-in-law, just I didn't even tell him this idea that I thought about yesterday. I happened to be in Yerushalayim with the yeshivas and everything, so I stopped there. And my Gevaldike son-in-law, Rameir Jacobs, who's a top guy in the Jerusalem Koilo, which is a very tough Koilo, gets very high scores, Gevaldike guy. So he happened to tell me, he says, listen, Daddy, I have a, I have a raya to your yeshid. No, great raya. He says, if a person misses Shemun Esrei, let's say he's diving, he forgets, he didn't dive in Shemun Esrei in Shachar, so what do you do? You make it up in Mincha. But first you must daven mincha, then you make it up. Tashlumim, the making up, always comes after the original. First you do today's daf, first you do today's mincha. Then if you have time, you do shachris also. I thought it was a beautiful raya. I mean, we have some time here. So I'll tell you the famous story in my family. And I said it a few months ago, but for the new guys... And that is that the Stefanskis, they come from Switzerland. And my grandfather inherited a Yerusha from his father. So he went to the Chazanish and he asked the Chazanish, what should I do with the money? And the Chazanish said, well, there's the up-and-coming B'nai Brak. Buy a few plots of land here. It's cheap. Buy a few 
of these orchards. So, oh, okay. Then he talks to his chavrusa. And his chavrusa tells him, what does the chazanish know about business? He's a learner. What you need to do is buy an incubator and buy a bunch of eggs. And the eggs will hatch into little chicks. And then you'll have a lot of chickens. And the, a lot of chickens will hatch a lot of eggs. And then you'll make a huge amount of money from your incubator. So he went and he listened to his chavrusa. The skenim said, destroy, buy over here. The tzirim said, buy this. He didn't listen to the, to the, to the, to the skenim, to the chacham. He listened to the, to the chavrusa. He bought an incubator. And then a missile came in from Jordan and hit the incubator and blew it up. And he had zero, zero from his entire inheritance. And five feet in B'nai Brak today is worth a million dollars. The Stefanis could have been wealthy back then. Okay. So, you, know, you don't listen to the Tzirim. You listen to the Skenim. So, here's another view that when you lane, you stop. So, let's say you finish Parshas Bereshis, you start laning Nayach. That's what we do, right? However, where do you finish Mincha? By the next Aliyah, by Sheni. So on Monday, you start from Sheni, not from the beginning of Nayach. And you do up until Shlishi. What do you do on Thursday? You don't go back to the beginning of Nayach. You lane Shlishi. And where do you start on Shabbos? We get a shortcut here. We start on Revi. On Shabbos, he did one aliyah. Monday, he did the second aliyah. On Thursday, he did a third aliyah. And now on Shabbos, he starts from Revi. Divrei Revi Meir. But we don't pass him like him. Revi Yudha like in our Mishnah, Makam Shem Avsikim B'Shav Eshach Roshom Karim B'Mincha U'B'Sheni B'Chamishi. No. You go back to the beginning of Noyach. You go back every single time, like we do today. Shabbos Habah. And the next week, on Shabbos, you start in the morning from the beginning of the parish Reb Zeru. Look how many words. What's the halacha? Mokim shem hafsikim b'shabes shachres. Sham koyim b'mincha u'b'sheni u'b'chamishi u'l'shabes haba. Eleven words. V'leima halacha k'reb Yehuda. All you need to do is hey lamed apostrophe reish yud. Rosh Tevis reb Yehuda. Or if you want halacha k'reb Yehuda. Three words. Says the Gemara, top of Lamed Bey's lave heart. There are some people that learn Rabbi Yehuda is Remeir, and Remeir is Rabbi Yehuda, this confusion. So in order that there shouldn't be any confusion, I'm going to spell it out. Every single time you lane, Mincha Shabbos, Monday, Thursday, we always go back to the beginning of the parasha, and Shabbos morning we go to the beginning of the parasha. Have a safe Torah here. The Balkaira opens this up. You look inside and you make a bracha. 
Sorry, you look. He shows you, we're going to start from this Pasuk right over here. Okay. Now he makes a bracha. He, sorry, he looks, shows him over here. Goylel, he rolls it back up. Umevarach. Now he says, Baruch Hu Shem Evarach, blah, blah, blah. V'choyzer upuiseach v'koyra. Then he opens it up again, and he reads. So when he's making the bracha, according to this mandalmar, it's closed. Divrei, Rebbe Meir, Rebbe Yudoymer, this is the halacha. He leaves it open. And he reads. What's the issue over here? The issue is that people are going to think that perhaps the brachas are written inside the Torah. And if they're written inside the Torah, it's possible. Can't have on the margin in the Sefer Torah, Baruchus Hashem Vayrach, cheater, cheat words and stuff like that. Can't have anything there. So, the Shulchan Aruch Paskins, that when it comes to the first bracha, and that's like Rebuda, you don't have to close it. Why? But people are going to think. You're right, people might think. But it's too much of a tircha de tzibura to close it, then open it. You know, it brings to mind, like a, a bar mitzvah boy, right? Reading for the very first time in his life. He thinks that the Amen is part of the laning. So, everybody says, Amen. 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 The Amen is over here. But what's the six seconds in between? He's looking for the place. Those six seconds are a Tircha de Tzibura. Tircha de Tzibura is a no-no. You don't want everybody waiting for six seconds. So you leave it open. And he points in, oh, we're going to read from over here. And he keeps his eye on it. And when the guy's finished Aliyah, he can do Amen and, and go. But if you close it up, and it happens all the time, they close it up, then they open it, and it's like, uh, where is it? Where is it? And then the Amen is late, and then the, the laning is late. No good. So, a few Allahs that are important. Stop. We should know how to do an Aliyah. A lot of people don't really know how, 100%. First of all, when you make the bracha, you're supposed to be holding both of these. A lot of people hold only the one on the right. Because the one on the left is for the balkaira, But not for when you're saying the brachas. When you say the brachas, hold on to both. When you're done with the bracha, let go. Otherwise the balkaira might whack you in the hand and take it away from you. So you let go. Now, because of this problem, that people are going to think I'm going to talk about it in a second. Why are people going to think this? But because of the problem that people are going to think that the brachas are inside. So the Ramah says, you should look to the side, turn your head to the left, because the Baruch is on the right, turn your head to the left. But the Mishnah says, the best way to do it is, you close your eyes. 
So if you ever notice, people that know what they're doing, you can see by the Ali if they know what they're doing or not, if they went to MDY or not. You close your eyes and you make the bracha looking at the Torah, but with your eyes closed. Because if you look to the side, the Mishnah says, it looks like you're saying a bracha on something else. You're making the bracha on the, on the Bakar's watch or something. I don't know what. But if the, the Torah is in front of you, you look straight ahead and you close your eyes, make the bracha so it doesn't look, so then nobody's going to think that the brachas are inside the Torah. Now, the last bracha, that he should close up, because now I don't have tirchadit tzibur anymore, I'm not worried about the tzibur, and you don't want people to think that the brachas are inside the Torah, so you roll it up, then you make the bracha. Okay, those are a few of the halachas. And I'll point out another halacha that I mentioned just a week or two ago, and I got yelled at by the guy I gave Musr to, not yelled at, he said, I hope I didn't do that, I know the halacha, and that is to say the words of the Torah with the Balkaira. Okay. Now, more. My time of the Rebbe Meir, why does Rebbe Meir say that you should close the Torah before you make a bracha, the first bracha? You shouldn't help the one saying the Targum. Just like you're not supposed to help the translator guy. People might think that the brachas are in the Torah. says you can leave it open. Because Targum, there's so many words. So, so what's going on is so beautiful. In those days, not everybody got an aliyah. In our days, the question is, who's going to think this brach is in the Torah? What, you never got an aliyah? You don't know what the Torah looks like? Well, guess what? In those days, the person getting an aliyah had to read. And if you don't know how to read, you're amaritz. Then, you might think, double amar. First, you don't know how to read. And because you don't know how to read, you never get an aliyah. Because you have to be the Torah. You don't know it. Just like we, if we, got, we had to read, we'd never get an aliyah because we don't know it. You don't know it, so you're always sitting in the back of the shul, and all of a sudden you're going to start thinking, wait, oh, how does he know so much targum by heart? How does he know this? It must be written inside there somewhere. Amaretz. Review the targum into Ikilamite, you'll make a mistake. Brach is like Lamite. Everybody knows that the brachas are not written inside. Even in Amaretz. So once again, very interesting. Two halachas, the same exact thing happened. That there's a big arichos, there's a lengthy discussion what halacha is. Halacha. He opens it up, looks where it is, he reads it, he, he makes the bracha, he reads. Just say, you're allowed to leave the Torah open, the first bracha. In other words, just say, and we'll know what he meant. Because there are people that flip the two halachas. They say, Rameyer is Rebuda, Rebuda is Rameyer. The platform for Hakel in the base of the king would stand on, doesn't have Gdusha. What's a Luach? Rashi says, I don't know. Then he says, perhaps it's something to do with Svarim, it's on top of the Svarim, it's the, the, the cover of the Sefer, something. Doesn't have Gdusha. Okay. Omar Rishvatyo, who's only brought down in chance on our daf right here, he has a number of Allahs, Rishvatyo. Shvatya says in the name of Rabbi Yochanan, Omar Rabbi Yochanan. Hagoyel Sefer Torah, Tzorg Shamidenu Ala Tefer. So I think a lot of people, I know Yosef, you didn't yell at me, I'm hacking in Shani. Shkoyach. You're saying, you said that it's impossible, you don't know that law. Of course you know that law, huh? 
But you thought that you said the words. Okay, fine. You didn't yell. This is the tefer. You know where the two pieces of cloth come together. So when you roll the Torah, make sure that it's in the center. You'll always see that tzaddik come running up. Ah! You guys to be here. Now why? Because if it rips, it should rip on the tefer. If you're pulling too tight, it should be over here. So you make sure. So it's not like Allah, like wow, if you don't do this, you're over all these surim in the world. It's a good idea, I think. So Arshiyami then all the tefer. So, let's say you're doing this job by yourself. You're trying to get to Parshish Bereshit. So you're going like this, back and forth. So you have the outer one. You have this guy. You have this guy. What happens if you leave go of this guy? It's going to fall. The tire will fall. So the Gemara is giving you a good advice. If this is, okay, so let's say, I don't know if I could do this here, live demonstration by myself, let's see. Let's say the tire is on your lap. My elbow is my lap, okay? You want to be holding on to the further, this one that I'm holding on to, not this one, because if you hold on to this one, the tire will fall off. Okay, try to do it as best I can. You have the further one, and you have the inner one. So just common sense. You don't want this to roll off your lap and then the whole shul has to fast. Then the Gemara says, But when you're finally done, you're doing, you're doing Hagba, you did Hagba, and now you're just going like this. You're doing the last part. There's a mitzvah for everybody to see the words in the Torah. So if you reach over, you go like this, to roll it, people are not going to see the words. So try to roll it from the inner one. Go like this inside that it rolls. Okay. Says the Gemara. V'omer ha'shvatiyo. Omer ha'bi'echon. Also in the name of ha'bi'echon. Asar shakar You have a minion of people that are laning. In other words, one guy laning, there's a minion of people that gathered, because you need ten people for the Torah. And this is a shocker. I think we know this. We say it very often. I don't think we care about this halacha. I don't know if we think it's serious, but it seems like it is. What's the, what's the biggest aliyah? What's the biggest keyboard you could do? Or Hashanim Kippur. How much does Hagba sell for versus Shlishi? How much does Hagba sell for versus Maftir? We learned that Maftir is the weakest aliyah. It's not even supposed to be there. It's just there to compensate the guy that gets Haftira. Yet, Maftir goes for $1,000. Hagba goes for 200 The Gemara tells you that's the opposite. The guy that does Hagba, which includes Glila really in the Gemara, because he, he lifts it up and he rolls it, he is the most important you give that to the Gadol. You give that to the Rosh Hashiva, to the Rebbe, to the Galadar. You give him Hagba. Asar the greatest one of them, Goyal Sefer He should do Glila, meaning the Mishabura says Mufurish, Glila means Hagba. In this case. Especially by the Svardim, 
I love how they have it. They have this safe attire that stands up. It's beautiful. And one guy picks it up, and one guy, the same guy does glila, hagba, it's all the same. So that's what goylo means. He lifts up the tyra, and then he goes like this. That's goylo. So yeah, a kid helps him and goes like that. But he's the main guy. That's the main mitzvah. You want to you give somebody honor? Give him hagba. Unfortunately, today, we don't look at it like that. So if you give a Doroshiva Hagba, he might get insulted. And the Gemara continues, and this is Halacha. The one who does Hagba gets everybody's schar. The Omar Rabbi Shua ben Levi, Asar Shekar Batayro, Hagoyla Sefatayro, Kibo Schar Kulon. The guy that does Hagba gets everybody's schar. Ask the Gemara, Schar Kulon, Sokadaitoch. If Ruven gets 100 points, Shimi gets 100, Levi gets 100. Then comes the guy with Hagwa, he's going to take everybody's points, and they go up to Shemayim, they don't have anything to show for it. Says the Gemara, Elohimo, Kibel, Schar, Keneged Kulon. No! Reuven gets his hundred, Shimon gets his hundred, but the guy at the end gets his eight hundred. He gets an, enough mit, mitzvahs, however it works, in numbers, whatever, equal to everybody put together. You gotta start a new thing. Hagba should be sold for the most money on Rosh Hashanah and Kippur, Simchastari, etc. How do you know they listen to heavenly voice? So, if a person has a question, should I move to Eretz Yisrael? And suddenly he hears, yes, yes, or no, no, you listen to the basketball. There's a famous Gemara with the Tanah Shalach Noi, they asked the basketball, and they said, Torah is not in the Shemayim, fine. But when you have a, a, a personal question, you don't know what to do. Should I buy this house? Should I take another job? And suddenly you hear that a, a literal sound, a voice, like an echo. You listen to it. There was once a woman who was about to step on a plane. And she heard a bass call. said, don't do it. Don't do it. So she listened. She didn't go on the plane. A few months later, she's about to step on the train. Now, I forgot to tell you. Obviously, a few hours later, the plane went down and everybody died. So she was very happy she listened to the basketball. A few months later, she's about to step on a train and she hears the basketball. Don't get on, don't get on. So, of course, she listened to the basketball because it saved her life the first time. But she screamed out, she says, who are you? What, what are you? So the, the Basco said, I'm, I'm an angel. I'm here to protect you. When you're about to take the wrong step, I'm here to make sure that nothing happens. So she said, where in the world were you the day I got married? Zokti Gemara, oh, I have another one. You thought that the joke is said about a man going on a plane, but I got to be politically correct. You know, I don't want to get those emails tomorrow. 
My mother, Aleha Shalom, used to say a different one, not as funny. I, she loved this one, so I got to say it. There's a guy that wanted to be the Chazer Ayim Kippur. His entire life, he dreamt about being the Chazer. Now, of course, he didn't have that good of a voice. He paid big bucks. Finally, they let him be the Chazer for Neilah. He's all excited. He gets up there. And he's about to start, and all of a sudden, he draws a blank. He punches, draws a blank. He doesn't know what to do. All of a sudden, a baskal comes out of the Ezra Snashim behind the Mechitza. If you don't know, if you have a terrible voice, don't try to be a chazen. She used to say it in Yiddish. As the Vesnish, as the Kensnish, Nemzach das Nishunter. Okay, fine. We have all the time in the world for all the, all the jokes. When does the Baskal work? When it's unique, it's different. I'm sorry, when it's, yeah. If you hear something, you hear a woman's voice in, in the field, women are not at, at plowing the field, so that means it's, 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 it's legit, it's a real Baskal. If you hear a man's voice in the city, he should, he should be at work, whatever that means exactly, then you know it's real. The Baskal has to say specifically double lotion. Yes, yes, not just yes. It answers the question. If you read the Torah without the trub, you don't say, you just Whatever, you know, sometimes you go into Hasidic Shishtibel, you hear something like, I don't know what it is. Yeah, oh, fine. That wasn't good. That was like a literature trying to be Hasidic. I know how to do it. Hazini Fanein. My boys, somebody sent me this uh, name. Avram Acebrow, something like that. Here's a Mishnah with the cantillations, with the trap. I put those arrows in there to show you where the trap is. Beautiful. Shkoyach for the picture. I like when people send me the pictures before we learn, not the day after, which most people, oh, by the way, here's the Shkoyach. I can't show it. It's like an esrog after Sukkot. So what am I going to do with it? So, a nice niggin. So in those days, they used to read the Mishnahis with a niggin. By the way, the Belzer Chassid, his son, I told you, I think I might have mentioned this. <coughs> Or Hashem, that's after this year. Okay, at the end of this year. <clears throat> I think he was five years old. He came in and I asked him, what comes after Megillah or something like that? In a second, five-year-old. Moit Kutin. But recently I asked him, what's the trick? He said he taught his kid a song. You do a whole niggin with all the Masechtas and Shas, and that's how he knows it. Or like my Chavruz's family, he, they know all... The mitzvahs of the Torah, all 16, 613 mitzvahs in the Ramadan. They can tell you exactly what safer. They say all 613 mitzvahs every Shabbos in a song. So you put anything into a song, the parshas of the Torah, you can teach your kids a lot of stuff through songs. So it says in the Torah, you don't live. Because he has a bad voice. 
You deserve such a punishment? Karis Bey, that's what you're going to call it? If you have two Tamid Chachamim that don't get along when it comes to Halacha, they argue too much. It's great to argue and learning, but as long as you have a, a way to, 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 to agree upon things afterwards, during your, your machloik is great, but afterwards, you can't be in a fight all day long. You have to have a halacha, a psukah. You can't. There's the famous story with the Vilna Gain, that a, a mother sent her child with a chicken to ask the Rav if it's trave or not. And for some reason, they asked the Vilna Gain. And the Vilna Gain said, it's trave. And the Rav in the city said, it's kosher. And when the Rav found out that the Vilna Gain, the mother didn't know what to do, the Vilna Gain said, it's trave, you can't eat it. So they went back to the Rav, but the Vilna Gain said it's Treif. The Rav says, don't worry about it. He went to the Vilna Gain and said, Vilna Gain, you're coming with me on Shabbos and we're going to eat the meal by this lady's house. And the Vilna Gain said, okay. Because when the Rav Paskins, the city needs to know he's the, he's the Rav. The Vilna Gain wasn't the rabbi of, the, of Vilna. And the Vilna Gain, like this Gemara over here, he was noyach ba'alacha. He didn't fight with him. He said, okay, let's go. To show that the meat is kosher, even though the villain guy knew his trafe, but Allah is allowed to eat it because the Rav said it's kosher. And what happened was that the candle dripped on that meat, on the chicken, and the candle is made out of chalev, out of fat of an animal, and they couldn't eat it. And the Rav said, Ah, oh, Shamayim, they showed you me that the villain guy was right. And the villain guy said, No. Shamayim, they didn't want me to eat it because they knew that I was bothered by it. But no, it's not because I was right or wrong. But that's, a, that's the idea of the Rav, of Rabbanim getting along together. Omer Parnach. Omer Rebbe Yechonam. If a person holds a, the, the actual cloth, he goes like this, that's why in Shul, you know, they use the talus, they go like this, they don't touch it with the hand. You touch it with your hand, you're buried without clothing. Ask the Gemara, without the Achrich. Literally, you're going to bury, you can't bury somebody like that. He's going to be buried naked without mitzvahs. Because a guy touched the cloth, so you erase all the mitzvahs. He brought 300 people to MDY. He gets zero because he touched the cloth. No, he loses that mitzvah, that hagba, that aliyah latayra, whatever he did at that moment, that he loses. Rabbiyanai, the son of Rabbiyanai, the elder, Mishmei, the Rabbiyanai, Rabba, the greatest. One last halacha, that's it for today. You wrap like we do. You take, where is it? You take this, and you wrap it around the Torah, but you don't take the Torah, put it down, and start flipping the Torah over until it's wrapped up. That's bizarre for the Torah. You don't flip a Torah and over. Raboy Sai, Mazel Tov, Mazel Tov. If it's your first Siyam, a tremendous Mazel Tov. If it's your 20th Siyam, another Mazel Tov. Have a wonderful day. I'm leaving, I'm leaving the few lines, three lines that we already learned in this Masechta so that Everybody can make their own siyum wherever they are. Those are the three lines that we're leaving for the actual su'uda of the siyum so we can make 
and say the Kaddish on these three lines. Have a wonderful day.